Welcome back to Gray Area. I am Maria and we have the wonderful Mel Brown here with us today. Thanks so much for, for having us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be yeah. profiled here in like New York. It's like, it's like a dream come true. So thank you so much, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, we're a big fan here in New York. <laughs> oh, love that. Uh, so yeah, we'd like to kick things off by just kind of talking about your past and, you know, how your upbringing influenced your love for music and like, you know, the how passionate you are about it today. Um, what were your earliest fondest memories regarding music and just like being introduced to all the genres that you do love? We'd love to learn more about that. Yeah, sure. So um, my earliest memories of music, I mean, um, my granddad has the most insane vinyl collection. Um, so I used to, we used to go around his house on the weekends and just listen to music and he'd be swapping out the vinyls and I'd just be getting used to like looking at the, all of the different covers and, you know, all of the iconic um, artists through, through, through black music and black history. Um, and so that was like earliest memories. And then, um, yeah, just driving around London with my mum and my dad in, in the car and as, as a baby, as a child, you know, and they'll just be like, playing like different genres from neo soul to house to jazz and just like there was no escape from it do you know what I mean like oh, yeah. <laughs> it was loud and it was there and it was it, it became a part of me um so yeah that that those were probably like my earliest memories of actually being introduced mainly to house and soulful house music um, at an early age and um, just loving the rhythms but also the soulful chords that kind of like touch you do you know what I mean like definitely yeah so um, that was the earliest memories and then I used to like do singing lessons and like dance classes and stuff so music and creativity has always been a part of my life yeah <laughs> yeah that's amazing so yeah like you you would say that obviously music is kind of a leading factor in your entire life like it wasn't just like you know you heard it all the time because of your family playing it but you were a dancer and you you know did singing lessons and everything so it was literally a part yeah. of life like 24 <laughs> 7 literally like on the weekend I used to go to like various different um like creative courses like you know drama and dance and music production became okay. one later on as well um because yeah we had this thing called Camden Summer University Camden Summer University sorry <laughs> and um that was where like all of the kids from the borough over the summer holidays would just connect and just learn new skills and um I always gravitated to the music ones and oh, I just love so much so <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and then I guess like what I, my next question is, you know, in terms of like, you know, the way you were saying like music was just kind of always a part of your life and it was always around you. Like, was there anything in particular, whether it was like your dance lessons or your voice lessons that kind of like inspired you for the reason that you make mu music now and like pop, like I'm assuming when you make your music, you're like, I want people to feel this certain way or I want people to dance a certain way, like out on the dance floor. Yeah. Like, was there anything in particular that kind of like inspired that? I just love the fact that, you know, you can start off a music project with a blank screen and there's nothing there. And then over time, your emotions and how you're feeling at, at the time just kind of seep into the musicality of the piece. And then all of a sudden, 
after like an hour or two you've got a track do you know what I mean and it's yeah. something that you can build upon and then you can like collaborate with friends artists musicians like um you can write poetry to music there's so much you can do yeah. and it's it's such a expressive tool and I think that's why it stuck with me um it was my way of expressing myself when I was younger and um it's funny now because obviously it's turned into a career but um I still would love to keep the expressionism element of it and and the fun in it in which it. is why it's so important to just like be in the studio and yeah. meet new people yeah. like collaborate yeah. with people so yeah that's that's what I'd say <laughs> I love that yeah and I I completely like can see that that was kind of like your vision you know like I don't know if you intended it to ever be a career, but I'm a true believer that when you're fond of something and so passionate about it, like it can become a career because like you're so genuine about it, you know? So things just kind of like come your way. Do you feel like that's kind of what happened with you along your path? Uh, Definitely. I think I've always been like destined to be in the music industry, whether it be on the business side or the performing side. Um, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to perform, although I was a shy kid, but yeah. in order to get my confidence out, my yeah. mum put me in all these drama schools and stuff, and so it was only really going one way, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I definitely feel like um, I, I've always loved performing and sharing art with people, um, but it comes with a lot of vulnerability and emotion, yeah, and so there's something really beautiful in, you know, just being able to let go in that moment and just give the art to the world. And if people love it, they do. And if they don't, then they don't. Yeah, but exactly. you made something and you're sharing it with the world. And I think that's what's so special about art in general, be it like painting or music or like script writing, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I think there's, there's just so many different layers to, um, to creativity. Definitely. I feel like the, the right people always kind of gravitate towards your art. Um, and, you know, yeah. clearly, like you're kind of booming in the industry right now. So you're definitely doing something right. You know, people are loving oh, it. So. <laughs> thank you much. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, I know you mentioned earlier that you were kind of introduced to house music at a young age. But can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, was it house music in general? Or was it like other types of electronic music that you got yeah. into? Sure. So it was um soulful and deep house mainly. Okay. Um, back like back in like I guess the two thousands in London, there used to be like house um and garage like raves, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um my mom would go to them or or even my dad, and they'd come back with CDs um of like recording of the night, and then that's what we would play in the car. So it was always like club culture. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I always yeah. to like experience um the club from a young age although I, I actually didn't attend the club until I was like 20 which okay. is really funny <laughs> um, yeah like uh, I I um it was always ingrained um in terms of like garage um house jungle also um and dub and then um yeah like I I love listening to like um Pevin Everett and Eric Robeson and like the neo soul yeah. side of stuff. So yeah, that was like mixing the two, I think that's what has birthed my sound. Okay. Because that's literally I've just literally mixed everything that I heard when I was younger yeah. and put it into one thing. <laughs> so um yeah. 
And obviously, like your sound is very, very unique. And that's why we love it. Um, there's I don't really know many artists, you know, that have mixed those specific genres. So that's definitely something that makes you extremely unique. Um, and it's amazing oh. what you've done with kind of intertwining all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, it's 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 um it's just lovely to be able to like express how I hear the world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's kind yeah. of what music is all about. I feel like it's just, it, it's literally what you said, right? It's like how you view the world and like, you know how when you're in like, let's say you're like on a car ride or like a road trip somewhere and you like yeah. a specific song and you're like, ooh, this song is like exactly how I feel in this moment. I feel right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I completely get that. To it. Yeah. Um, I guess my next question is like, if you, this is kind of like a, not a trick question, but like, if you could add another genre to your mix, uh, what would, is there like anything that you've maybe thought about adding? yeah definitely like jungle okay yeah, I, I could see that yeah. I could see that I take it up a few notches yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from I 120 bpm to like 140 bpm okay. like why not mix it up <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> yeah exactly and then were there any artists like within you know the neo soul jazz or house genres that inspired your sound or like would you say it was just kind of like a mixture of you know a bunch of artists um, it was a mixture of a bunch, but like recently I've been learning about the music that I was listening to back then because I was so young, I didn't really understand artist names and okay. stuff. But like I'll hear music now that I recognize from then people like Sean McCabe, Kerry Chandler, okay. um, Pepin Everett, um, Larry Hurd, um, or Mr. Fingers. Um, and then there's like um, Louis Vega and Masters at Work and um, Carl Craig and so many yeah, legends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, it's lovely to be able to know that now, but also find new artists and new women in the scene, yeah. which is so yeah. important to me. Um, so like Eliza Rose. Um, and then you've got people like, obviously, like Honey Dijon. Yes. Uh, and then there's Gina Jeans, um, there's this new DJ called Lev, like Ash Lauren. There's so many people that I'm yeah. like, really like, yeah, us girls are like taking over. Yeah, and, we need and to I love that. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really beautiful to see. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And then um, looking back on kind of like how your career started or like, when you were thinking about like should I pursue this full time like was there a specific moment in time that kind of like was like your aha moment like you know this is what I want to do full time or did it just kind of happen over time um it was kind of like a gradual process but I'd, I'd probably say the one that was the defining moment was um when I had to produce my first musical project my first EP okay. for my university dissertation okay um, and uh, you had to do everything from obviously make the music and produce and collaborate with different artists to design in the artwork. Um, and then also like pitching it and making like a release plan and like press and radio and all different stuff. And I was just so excited. I was like buzzing and I was going out and I was networking with all these different people. And I was like, yeah, like many, my first EP's coming Aww. and like, you know really getting to <laughs> and when I think about it, I was still really quite young and um just hungry you know and um it's an element of myself that uh I really admire at that age like around 18 
maybe yeah maybe even younger 17 18 um to just yeah and it's something that I try and hold on to um because the music industry is not the easiest place to be but um (laughs) yeah it's it's beautiful when you know how and when you've got the right team around you and also when you're doing it for the right reasons so um yeah I try and hold on to all of that okay yeah that's amazing and then so before you said you decided to go to school for music right um and that yeah. was where 18 you said yeah um university how old would I have been in you? <laughs> uh I think uh 20 2017 was when I graduated okay. uh, I'm 26 now um so yeah it was it was a little while ago <laughs> yeah, and like, so, yeah we're, probably, we're probably the same age because I'm 27 so okay so, cool yeah so probably you graduated when you were like 22 ish 21 yeah like, exactly yeah yeah so it was um yeah it was really interesting amazing and then before mm-hmm. that before you decided to go to school like for music did you have any hesitations about pursuing you know a career in music someday yeah. Definitely, because I think there's so there's so much volumes of music yeah. now, like, and everybody has a right to make music and upload it to the DSPs and stuff or SoundCloud. And back then, when I was first starting to make music, like I I only put my first EP on SoundCloud, and um, it was a real community, and it was like uh, <laughs> we was all connected in London, yeah. supporting yeah. each other, and um, yeah, I really loved that um community feel and so that's kind of what kept me going in terms of finances and stuff I supported my music by working in the music industry so working in events and volunteering and um putting on events for women in music and um yeah and then I I worked at a record label for a little while to um support my dreams so I've always kind of known I want to be in music um it was just kind of yeah how to make it reality and being realistic yeah. about the fact that music doesn't pay for a long time oh yeah for um, sure being an independent artist yeah. um so, yeah and also I feel like you know being in from the London area or like you know near it, it's kind of there's so many connections there like it you know you just have to kind of like what you did you knew like hey let me work at a record label or let me work you know do events because that's yeah. the, kind of the people that you need to meet in order to get to where you are now so that's amazing <laughs> thank you thank you so much yeah it's, <laughs> it's been an interesting journey <laughs> I, bet, I bet but look at you you're 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 on your way and you know people are loving oh. you all over the world so that that in itself is amazing yeah, this is very surreal, I have to say. Like, I went to New York on a school trip. Um, I went to an art school called the Brick School. Okay. And, um, yeah, we went on a school trip to New York, and I was just amazed by, like, you know, the culture, the people, Times Square, the creativity mm-hmm. that pours, like, mm-hmm. out of you guys. And so to be speaking to you right now <laughs> so it's just really yeah. surreal to know that people have heard my music in New York or yeah. out, out, outside of my bubble do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's like yeah it's cool. well, hopefully soon we can get you over here so you could play a show yeah, it would be so amazing 
we'll get on that we'll get on that (laughs) so ever since you know you were done with school and you were kind of like figuring out you know what to do next um can you tell us a little bit more about you know how you got your first gig and like your official track lease I know you mentioned the EP earlier but that was for a school project right yeah so how did you manage to kind of get like your official track release after that and also like any first gigs that you can remember we would love to learn more about that of course so I remember the very first gig that I played um so one second so let me skip back a bit I had a radio show on on represent radio um with my co-host Blue Canarino and it was called the Brown and Blue Show and we would interview loads of different artists from the soulful electronic scene um, and we would call it the home of New Age Smooth. So we would be like constantly in the scene, collaborating with people, meeting new people. And um, through that and through like, you know, practicing DJing on the show and stuff, I landed my first gig um, with a lovely producer um, who I'm in awe of. Her name's Alka. Okay. Um, E-L-K-K-A mm-hmm. and um, she started this collective called Femme Culture okay. they put on their very first event in Hackney um, and it was just yeah it was incredible it was an all female lineup Amazing. and um, it was my very first gig like I hadn't DJed ever before do you know what I mean and so, that's crazy yeah to even have that opportunity and and for her to see so much talent in all of us which is really interesting because everyone she had on that lineup is all doing their thing like we're all like yeah living living a dream of being DJs and you know making our own music and stuff and so yeah I look back on that night now and I'm just filled with so much love and respect and yeah, she's a talented woman. She should be an A and R because <laughs> she she had her ear to the ground and she yeah she knew she knew the right people to put on the lineup. Um, so, yeah, and are you still do you still talk to her as of like today? Yeah, actually, I saw her on the bank holiday weekend. It was so funny. We went to a um a house party, um not intentionally together. I just bumped into her there, and I was like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, and I also bumped into her like three weeks ago at a festival randomly. And so the universe keeps connecting us back together, which is so lovely. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, and then, you know, since you just mentioned being on Resident Radio, you're still doing that, correct? Yeah, I'm still on, yeah, on Represent Radio, um, bi-weekly, always putting on um, the smoothest, in deep and soulful house and um yeah loving every second of it I've managed to interview some really cool people and um have had guests like Anane Vega and Malvo Baptiste and um yeah many more to come so I'm really excited for like what the rest of the year holds yeah (laughs) you maybe like eventually want to maybe start your own radio show is that something that you're interested in or do you think you'll just stick with doing that for a while I mean, Represent Radio is my own radio show. Okay. Um, I'm just, um, I'm just, it's just a station that, like, I broadcast on. I see, but yeah, I, I would see, love yeah. to be able to create a platform of my own. Okay, yeah. Um, I can also support up and coming artists. Mm. 
which I do have through sorry it's I'm, I'm like going off on a tangent now, I've got a, a platform called um Melody Agency yes um and so that basically supports up-and-coming artists um with radio plugging okay. um so I'd love to be able to tie in some kind of radio platform yeah. with Melody like into um, like, some way yeah to yeah. give people um you know a, another platform yeah that's amazing I love that I love what you're doing honestly like not many artists are doing what you're doing and I really think it's incredible so. oh thank you Maria. it means so much <laughs> yeah. honestly I'm gonna get emotional <laughs> okay, that's that's what that's what it's all about right <laughs> yeah honestly um yeah so I know um speaking of projects um earlier this month um this we're in August right I don't even know what month we're in I'm like all over the place (laughs) Um, I know that you did a remix for one of Diplo's songs correct yeah that's correct yeah to just kind of learn a little bit more about that and how that came to be and like your relationship with him in regards to that yeah of course so um Diplo's music is like a staple for I think our century like do you know what I mean like oh yeah he's so versatile um and some of the tracks he's produced from MIA to like CR is just Mm -hmm. insane and then his own music as well um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's weird because I never thought I would be able to say that I've done a remix for him but um because of like the way the industry works in London, I think um, I've been fortunate enough to connect with the right people in terms of like A&Rs and stuff and people who have loved my music and just have kind of kept me on the radar. And so that's kind of what happened. His okay. label, um, yeah, was just loved my most recent release, Feel About You, featuring Annie Mack. And um yeah, they they said if I would be up for That's doing a remix. Yeah, and I was why like, oh my god! Yeah, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> ah, can I do this? And then and then I was like, actually, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and do this, yeah. and and I did it, and it sounds great. I really think it does. I'm actually yeah, really yeah, proud I of it too. Yeah, I, I listened to it. I really liked it too. And obviously, if they reach out to you to do a remix for one of Diplo's songs, like that in the <laughs> volumes about you uh, and your talent so <laughs> and then like it was over like the um the bank holiday kind of weekend um and so we had to wait a little while to hear back and I was like so nervous and they came back and I was like yeah Diplo and team love it and I was like what like he's actually heard my music like yeah, this crazy. is wild it's crazy um, it's crazy how life works right <laughs> And I respect so many of the artists that um are on that remix mm-hmm. project, the album. It's like um yeah, people like Honey Love and yeah, yeah Purple Machine, like people that I've I've actually like listened to like okay. yeah, wild. I know. And then there's you doing that along with them. That's that's crazy. I know. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't feel <laughs> well. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my next question for you is ever since you kind of started this whole, um, you know, kind of like pursuit to, you know, do mu- music full time and like become this incredible artist in the, you know, electronic music industry. Do you, would you say that your art- artistic vision has changed from when you first started? Like, you know, have you changed as a person like overall? Um, I think, I definitely think when I first started, I was a lot more experimental. 
okay. um, found. And so that's something that I've like no like realized and have brought back over the years. Um I think like during the COVID pandemic and you know everything that was going on, I got a little bit deflated and so my sound kind of changed. Sure. Um sure. but then like coming out of the lockdowns and feeling inspired again I started to hear the creativity and the experimentalness came back and so my release brown eyes and then one more chance and like it's starting to like feel so much more like me than I ever have and so um yeah I'm really excited to like keep blending the genres and and just be a bit different with the sound that that I make and um in terms of me as a person, yeah, it's wild. I think I, I think I have grown from strength to strength. Um, I think I was, uh, I, I've become a lot more confident, um, as a person. But I don't think I've given myself enough. Um, I don't think I've like. I don't think I've, like, if I was, if I was me, like, if I was to look at where I am now as a younger version of myself. Yeah. I would yeah. be like, oh my goodness, like you've done this. But yeah. like me as myself now today, I don't feel like I give myself enough. Um, yeah, like enough. I don't want to say credit because that's not the right word. But no, yeah, I think I, I just embrace more of what I've done and then put it back into the music basically yeah. and just be proud of of the journey because it is, has oh, been <laughs> a yeah. long one <laughs> I bet it's been a long journey but you know like it's your hard work has definitely paid off because like I mentioned like the fact that your sound is so big like not not only like in London where you're from but like you know people all over the world are listening to your music like people in Australia yeah. people in the states like you know it's like you're you're really making an impression on people and that's all that's what it's about Thank you, Maria. It, honestly, it means more than I can say. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, okay, my last question for you is, um, I know it's hard because your sound is so versatile, but <laughs> um, if you could describe your sound in just one word, what would it be? <laughs> one word? <laughs> oh, oh God. That's a hard one. One word. Oh. <laughs> I would probably say... Oh. Or two, if you want to mix I'd two. I'd like to say universal. Okay. Or eclectic. Okay. Love Those that. Are the first two words that come to my head. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I think anyone can resonate with your music just because you mix so many genres into it. You know, it's like so easy for a yeah. lot of people, whether they don't know about how, you know, like some people don't really know much about house music, but like they love jazz, like they're going to love your music um and vice versa so I think yeah I think that's a good way to describe your music for sure thank you appreciate it (laughs) you had me there I was like it's a true question but I like to ask it because it's just interesting to see like what yeah yeah of course um so at the end of our interviews we do this thing called the speed round they're just like super random like rapid fire questions like okay really random so just kind of say which one you prefer okay (laughs) okay cool all right so ministry of sound or print works (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that was really hard um i would probably say 
Mm. Ministry of some. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Um, if you had to either pick between like perform DJing at a club per like performance or a festival performance, which one would you pick? These are really good questions. <laughs> uh, I'd say a club. Okay. Um, do you prefer a daytime, uh, like set time slot or a nighttime? Nighttime. Nighttime. Okay. Um, if you had to move to the States, would you choose to live in New York City or LA? New York. Okay. That's a good answer. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud or Spotify? Spotify. Okay. Uh, Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Okay. Wine or beer? Wine. Okay. Um, and then my last one is, it's like a would you rather question. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 years into your own future or six months into the future of like the rest of the world? <laughs> oh my goodness. You're trying to explode my brain. <laughs> 10 years into my own future okay. or six months into the future of the world? The world, yeah. I'd say six months into the future of the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think they me wouldn't be able to deal with seeing me 10 years yeah, down the line. Definitely. What changed and how my surroundings have changed and who, who I'm, you know, it's more family and, like, everyone. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be 10 years because <laughs> that would freak me out. Yeah, I agree completely. I would choose the same answer you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'd rather not know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs>